This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki in New Plymouth, thanks to New Zealand On Air. For more local content, search for accessradiotaranaki.com. Kia ora, my name's Rex Lovegrove, and welcome to Colours of the Heart, looking at life's challenges from a place of presence and compassion. Imagine there's no heaven. Hey, welcome forward to Colours of the Heart. And for some time, my, my goal, my intention is to interview someone who is moving or at least in the political arena. And, you know, I've been approached and for some reason or another, it just hasn't happened. And I've got a, I got a warrior in the house, Warren. And Warren's uh, NZL loyal, New Zealand. Said, I'll put my hand up, I'll interview you or I'll, you interview me, Rex. I stand corrected. And so here we are, rocking and rolling. And thank you for turning up, mate. Thank you for putting your hand up. I, I know this is really important to you. And you made reference that, you know, there's a little bit of stress and you're not sleeping as well as you'd like. But that's related to your commitment, huh? Mm, that's right, yeah. And I know there's some important things that you want to share. So, you know, I'll let you just walk through the door. <laughs> <laughs> walk through the door, brother, and just share some of the... Um, um, Values that are related to your party, to our party? Yeah. Please. Okay. Yeah, so I'm a candidate for New Plymouth for New Zealand Loyal. Um, and I was rang up by Liz Gunn out of the blue, quite surprised. And she asked me, do I want to be a politician? And I said, no. She said, great. That's exactly what we want. We don't want career-minded politicians. We want representatives of the people. So we want people with no political ambition. We want... The people, if we get into power or into government, because government will be dissolved, we'll have a very little central government, and we'll just have local communities, New Plymouth community, running itself. <clears throat> so you'll have less interference from centralised government, and the whole bureaucracy will be diminished incredibly, hugely. And so, yeah, it's 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 having representatives answerable to the people, for the people. If the representative's not doing what the people want, people call them back and say, no, 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 we're changing you out for someone that will represent us. Whereas what we've got at the moment is career-minded politicians that are only looking for the next to be re-elected. And they get lobbied, well, really bribed, if you want to call it that, um, by large corporations to... Um, do favours for the shareholders of their corporations. So at New Zealand Lawyer, we want to stop all of that. We don't want interference from non-elected NGOs and large corporations overseas coming in and telling us how we're to run our country. We the people, all different nationalities and cultures within this country, should all have a say how it's run. So, yeah. Beautiful. And I've, I've read your pamphlets. And one of the one of the um, statements you've made is that you'll reduce tax by 1%. Mm. How will that work? I mean, yeah, that got me too. I was like, oh, that's that's not going to work. But when you realise that the super rich and the banks are all getting out of paying tax, a lot of them get rebates. They get tax given to them from us. So we're actually paying the rich. You know, look at the last quarter, which bank posted a $1.2 billion profit for the quarter. That's, you know, there's four quarters. So... <laughs> All that money that's going to overseas banks and going into the share trading schemes and all that of the rich will now start to be taxed. 
whatever there's whenever there's a financial transaction if you're shifting shares around if you're shifting large some you know shifting money within the bank all of that tax gets taxed at one percent so instead of <clears throat> i think it was a conservative uh in 2020 was 85 billion in tax our system would pull in 120 billion i think for 2024 or 23 it was going to be 355 billion i think so we'll pull in roughly one and a half times the tax that we do now at a conservative rate with people having more money in their pockets because you realize that someone earning four thousand dollars a month is now only paying forty dollars a month's tax they've all of a sudden got a thousand or two thousand dollars in their back pocket most people who are poor will go out and buy the new fridge go and get their kitchen renovated and all these local businesses will all of a sudden be extremely busy they have to employ more people um, and it'll be a flow-on effect where there'll be more transactions and so there'll be more take coming in Brilliant, brilliant. And so, you know, and I'm, I'm feeling this as, as we're as we're engaging in this in, in this interview, this conversation. Um, you're not out to crush big business, are you? you, you no, you're it'll at, be the opposite. The opposite. Yep. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah. If you work hard and earn, then you should be rewarded. And this is what a one percent tax does. It's flat tax across the board. Everyone pays the same there's no tax loopholes if you're super rich and can afford big lawyers and big accountants there's no point there's, well, why would you pay all in when you're only paying a one percent tax um so it's it's a fairer system and so if you are if you're a millionaire and um and you're earning good money and you're employing all sorts of people and then you're only taxed one percent you're not penalized at all the current system kind of penalizes them you know it puts them through the ringer with the 28 percent tax and then they have to try and figure out loopholes and do bend over backwards you know those businesses won't have to file gst returns anymore they won't have to go through the ird the ird will pretty much be cancelled there's no need for an ird i mean to that yeah <laughs> <laughs> beautiful beautiful cordial and I know that um, I've never met Liz personally, but um, yeah. as I said, you know, I'm pretty pretty um, organic in my approach to, uh, to the interview. And mm. what sort of character is she, mate? Like, you know, how would she's you describe her? She's a fighter. She's um, determined, and um, she calls this a spiritual war. And what a lot of people don't understand is it doesn't matter whether you're spiritual or not. The people and up the top in the club of rome or, or whatever funny handshake type groups they're in they believe in spirits and they believe in the satanist type things and they're all practicing all these crazy religions you know. so and they're the ones with the money so it doesn't really matter whether you believe it or not they do and they're forcing their agendas on us now they do this through the world economic forum the who and the un they've got infiltrators in there do the bidding of these mega mega rich people and if you look at the leader of the world economic forum klaus schwab his father was ss was nazi and he oh, looks like an overlord of the evil overlord. <laughs> it's crazy dressing but he's been boasted been caught and on the wf forums and interviews as boasting that he has infiltrated with his young global leaders program uh, half of the world's cabinets 
So the likes of Adern and Luxton are all um, students of his program. And who knows who else within our parliament is part of that. Mm. So these, this, what, what's happening is the NGOs or the non-elected government organisations, they're non-elected by people. You didn't get to choose them, but they're coming in and telling us, you will do this, you will have 15-minute cities, you will no longer have cash, you will have a, a um, centralised digital currency, and we'll switch that currency off if, you're, if you don't agree with the state and what it's doing. Well, freaky deaky, freaky deaky. Hey, Fano, you with um, Colours of the Heart, if you haven't been told today, you are sincerely, you are sincerely key for cure.
Hey, once again, once again, welcome forward to Colours of the Heart. And I've got Warren in the house, and he's from New Zealand, loyal, and he's put his hand up in relation to to supporting our community and to um, attempt to rewrite the, the the madness that we've experienced. And it doesn't necessarily mean that that everything he says is is, is absolute, though he has plenty of data that would suggest that he's closer to the mark than not. We'll get an opportunity to talk about that data. But Fano, do your own due diligence. And I, I lovingly state that those that I bring on the show, they share their heart and their passion. And you don't necessarily have to agree. You just have to be open to a possibility outside of a narrative that has been running for the last three years. And you're nodding your head. And I mm-hmm. <laughs> you're nodding your head. So. More than three years. Yep. <laughs> I, f- I feel you, brother. I feel you. So you've got some information you'd like to talk about, bro. So you just go for it. Yeah, the whole safe and effective thing um, that was being pumped by the government, you know, um, really because they're lobbied by these large pharmaceutical companies and those pharmaceutical companies have in, in, uh, are owned, not really owned, controlled would, would be a better word, by the likes of large investment companies by BlackRock and Vanguard. And Vanguard's top shareholders, you're not allowed to know who they are, the secret, which is it goes against the whole transparency thing. Um, but Pfizer is probably one of the worst companies in the world for um, getting fines for doing bad things to people. And I do have a couple of things here I wouldn't mind reading, if you don't mind. You go for it. So Pfizer received the biggest fine in U.S. history as part of a $2.3 billion plea deal with federal prosecutors for mispromoting medicines, Bextra and Celebrex, and paying kickbacks to compliant doctors. Pfizer pleaded guilty to misbranding the painkiller Bextra by promoting the drug use for which was not approved. In the 1990s, Pfizer was involved in defective heart valves that led to the deaths of more than 100 people. Pfizer had deliberately misread misled regulators about the hazards. The company agreed to pay $10.75 million to settle Justice Department charges for misleading regulators. Pfizer paid more than $60 million to settle a lawsuit over Resilin, a diabetes medication that caused patients to die from acute liver failure. In the UK, Pfizer had been fined nearly £90 million for overcharging the NHS, the National Health Service. Pfizer charged the taxpayer an additional £48 million per year for what should have been a £2 million per year cost. <clears throat> Pfizer agreed to pay $430 million in 2004 to settle criminal charges that had bribed doctors to prescribe its epilepsy drug neurotonin for individuals which had not been approved. In 2011, a jury found Pfizer committed racketeering and fraud in marketing the drug of neurotonin. Pfizer agreed to pay $142.1 million to settle the charges. Pfizer disclosed that it had paid nearly 4,500 doctors and other medical professionals some $20 million for speaking on Pfizer's behalf. 2012, the US Securities and Exchange Commission announced that it had reached a $45 million settlement with Pfizer to resolve charges that its subsidiaries had bribed overseas doctors and other healthcare professionals to increase foreign sales. And the last one, Pfizer was sued in a US federal court for using Nigerian children as human guinea pigs without the parents, the child's parents' consent. Pfizer paid $75 million to settle in Nigerian court for using experimental antibiotic Trovan on the children. 
the company was paid an additional undisclosed amount to the US to settle charges here. Pfizer had violated international law, including the Nuremberg, Nuremberg Convention established after World War II due to the Nazi experiments on unwilling prisoners. Quite a rap sheet. Yeah, there's, a, there's the F word that's right on the tip of my tongue when you when you were sharing that. Mm. If someone wanted to do their own research, where could they where could they source that information? Um, first of all, would would be go to um, www.nzloyal.org.nz. Now, there's a lot of other NZ Loyal pages out there that are misinformation, disinformation, that they're trying to um, discredit us. So yeah, that the nzloyal.org.nz make sure you get the right one um, and I think they'll point you in some several different directions but you do do your own research and have a look around um, if you just put up Pfizer's rap sheet on Google you'll pull up all sorts of different information mm. yeah well I, I, I got hold of their health and safety data sheet regarding that that we won't name because I'm yep. over it truly am um, and I encourage you to share that that's passionate on your heart mm. And one of the one of the um, um, statements at the at the below it in small letters was not fit for human consumption. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know that sounds ridiculous, but we yeah. live in ridiculous times. And yeah. Fano, please do your own research. Um, no one's here to trying to steer you in a in, in a manner in which isn't in line with your own values. But part of what makes this country great is that we, we, we've had so many great thinkers, so, mm. so many people that have been entrepreneurs, and they often leave this country because they don't get fed in relation to the, no. the, the wisdom and the technology mm. and the engineering that they're, they're providing mm. their communities. And mm. um, I, I, I never take anything as, as absolute. I, I'm just curious, and I just turn over as many stones as I possibly can. And mm. in, in the intention just to have a clear and settled mind in relation to topics that are close to our hearts. And that's one of the reasons why I brought you on board, mate. Mm. What I'd like to know um, is about you, mate, your character. I mean, mm -hmm. obviously, you've got some, you've got some kahootas. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're no stranger to a fight. I can see that. I can feel that. Yeah. In relation to the, you know, the right type of fight. So, share us, you know, family man, obviously. Yep, yep. Um, I have a, a girlfriend, a, a fiance, I guess, will be married next year in February. Um, and she has three cool children, and yeah, they're fun. They're keeping me young. Um, I'm a surfer. Uh, that's why I love Taranaki and Taranaki's coastline. And um, yeah, I'm a snowboarder. Uh, what else? I'm an electrical inspector. And um, yeah, I've been an electrical tutor as well. So I've, I've done many things. Been overworking in Australia and done fly and fly outs and all sorts of stuff. So. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Well, it sounds like you. From my short time, you're very down to earth, and you made reference that you love surfing and likes. So, um, you know, yeah, you know, we have pollution, you know, everywhere, and I, and, mm. and I know that gets um, promoted, mm. but I don't always align with the way it's promoted. Mm. And so, um, NZ New Zealand Loyal, what, 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 what? What do they have in place in relation to our environment? We'll, we'll investigate the corporately funded climate change model that's being proposed to us at the moment. You've got to understand that the carbon credits that have been sold by the super rich, because they're the only ones that can 
buy up large swathes of farmland and allocate them to be planted in trees, even though they don't plant them in trees. And then they say this land is going to be trees, so therefore it's X amount of carbon credits. Then they fly to Davos and tell all the countries, you must buy these carbon credits off our subsidiary holding companies. They make billions off the countries that they mandate to, to buy these carbon credits off, all off bogus science, which is their own companies funding that science. So it's just a twisted system that's, that's, that's wrought, really. Another question in relation to what's you know, um, pertinent in our society, crime's gone hmm. skyrocketed. Hmm. Um, suicides have increased, and, and 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 from where I sit, and I say this with respect, that's a crime against one's body. Mm. You know? it's, a, it's an act of violence, and and, and, I, and I've talked about this on the show before. And you know, I, I have friends, and family members that have done what would be considered unthinkable under great duress. And <clears throat> what what's your personal feelings? What's what what, what how would we address this? First of all, we're under attack from these higher up people. And the way to take over a country, the way that the Chinese always did with the art of war, one was through deception and the other one was through destabilization, through division. You can divide a population, get them fighting amongst themselves. They're far easier to overthrow than, than someone when they're united. So I see this as the establishment really trying to divide us as much as possible, trying to get as much little, look, you know, us versus them and and uh, all these other, um, either the racial or the sexual or whatever, you know, that, that's going on, like the whole sexualization of the children with these crazy books that they're trying to put out and for our children, you know, to do with all sorts of sex toys and, and gender reassignment and stuff like that. It's really is trying to get us all looking the other way and not looking the actual focus that this is really bringing in their system a one world government to for totalitarian control it's a marxist ideology so and they've stated that it's it's not a conspiracy it's on the world economic forum this is what they want and they've told us time and time again agenda 2050 you'll have you'll have You'll own nothing. You'll be in a 15-minute city. You'll not be allowed to go outside of that city for so many travels until you've exceeded your carbon footprint. What you also need to realise is that carbon dioxide, which is the enemy, is 0.038% of the atmosphere. Okay, And if we were to go to below 0.02%, I think plants would stop growing from the agriculturalists, scientists tell us this. When we get start getting above 0.04%, uh, 0.04%, um, plants really love CO2. They grow very well. And a lot of the um, geologists, scientists are showing us that the core samples from over the millennia show us that carbon dioxide rising up and down and global warming rising up and down don't correlate. There's no relation. So this whole science about saying that CO2 is causing global warming is bogus. It's just driving the carbon credit million billion dollar system that they want to make money from. And I and I love your corridor and I'll refer you back to the question. 
Sorry. <laughs> no, I can I can see you're you're passionate, and there's no apology because what you said was relevant. How are we going to address the suicides and the crime rate? Okay, so New Zealand Loyal wants to bring governments, local governments, back to the to local, right? So you'll deal with crime in a local way, um, very similar to way Maori do with um, restorative justice, where you have the criminal in front of you, and you. The community says, you know, we don't like what you're doing and we're going to watch you, and but also extends the love. So there's kind of like, we don't like what you did, but we'll, we'll, we'll keep... Look, at the moment, with justice, go into a courtroom and then they get thrown away in, into a box. And there's no real restorative part about yeah. that. Um, but also think that, that prison, if you go there, it should be a place you don't like to go. You know, it should be a place where you go and scrub floors with a toothbrush, you know, and um, and and that's the time that you spend in there need not be so long, but it should be hard. Yeah, should be a, should be a deterrent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've I've spent some time in prison, and uh, and it's um and it wasn't my favourite place, I can assure you. But I understand. Um, um, your thoughts around what needs to happen in relation to steering some of, some of the outrageousness we see in the mm. streets. And I, I don't think we all have all the answers, but I think all our answers need to be looked at. Yeah. So I appreciate your honesty and your views on what you feel needs to be done. I mean, I'm sure there's lots more you can talk about, mate, and I just want to press you a little bit more in regard to... Um, um, the country you want to see <laughs> yeah how do you see our future man like you know what's your heart saying brother so for me we're all being steered towards fear a fear consciousness where we worry about where the next dollar's coming from we worry about what our neighbors going to do and we worry about the, what the next country is going to do we need to steer out of that and be into a love consciousness where we can be confident you know walking down the street safely or we can um, have a different mindset where we're thinking positively about things and not negatively about things. Um, yeah. Well, well, it does because a lot of you are what you've been saying now is that we you know, reduce the financial pressure in relation to the, the, mm. to the tax cuts to 1%. And in doing so, there's, there's the possibility of less tension. Mm. And when there's less tension, there's, there's more smiles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I understand where you're coming from. And we've done a full circle. And, hey, look, thank you. Thank you, Warren, for, cool. for, for putting your hand up. I really appreciate it. Like I say at the start, I've had um, a few uh, people who are in the, in the arena of politics and they've declined the invitation to be on the show. And, mm. um, and you're the first one that's said yes. And, you know, yeah. <laughs> Uh, high five, mate! High five to you. You know what a what a what a what an awesome what an awesome man. And I'm glad you're representing our, our community and our families in the yep. best way possible under a period of change and challenge. So yep. well done to you, my bro. Cheers, thank you. Fano, hey, you're with Colors of the Heart. And you've heard it here first. <laughs> you've heard it here first, and you have been told you are sincerely you are sincerely cared for. And Fano, please. Please share this link. Please share this link. Thank you for your time and your ears. If you are inspired, 
stimulated by what has been said, you can contact me at Mountaintop Life Coaching and look forward to hearing your feedback. If you haven't been told today, let me be the first. You are cared for. Kia ora. This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki with help from New Zealand On Air. To find more local content, go to our website, accessradiotaranaki.com.